0: All right, it's the line basketball podcast episode number 104. Thursday, March 3rd, game day, first game of the month of March, which is always apparently the greatest month there is in college basketball. Which I think it's fair to say, I,
1: I think it's uh, the greatest month there is ever. Like, well, you know, you
0: have, you have a birthday that month, so that's kind of biased. So, you know, <laughs> oh, something, something to think
1: about with that, but uh,
0: yeah, I kind of forgot that we hadn't even talked about the mission game in the podcast, even though it feels yeah. like the game was like a month ago, but
1: yeah, uh, I mean, you kind of did that that thing where you talked about it, uh, right reactions, on, you know, on Twitter. Um, Nobody's so again, but, I, I'm sure know. that you probably won't remember any of this game, I barely remember most of it, so
0: I remember, uh, the the. <laughs> First half in the end, I
1: think. Yeah, I
0: think everything else didn't count.
1: (laughs) True, true. Yeah, so uh, Illinois gets a win at Michigan, a big win. Is that three Uh, in a row at Michigan? uh, I believe so. Yeah, because you had the IO IO
0: buzzer beater in 2020, you had last year's dominance, and then this year, and the other two would be this year's home game and then the home game before that. So, I mean, yeah, post B line has been pretty good for Illinois.
1: Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And, and, uh, I think the biggest thing about this game was how, how good the offense looked. Um, you know, you had, you had Hawkins and, uh, Bellow coming off the bench. They both looked pretty good. Um, and I mean, I'd say pretty much everybody looked all right. Grandison and DeMonte, maybe not as good, but the guys that you, that are supposed to produce your offense, produced offense. So, uh, player of the game, uh, Let's get her done. Uh, Trent Frazier. So yep. who I picked. that's who you got? Yep. All right. Uh, Easy pick. Yeah, uh, 38 minutes, so all but two minutes the man played. 6'11 from the field. He was perfect from behind the arc for three for three. Hit that di- crossover dagger that he's done, uh, that he did against Michigan State too. A uh, Illini basketball production team great job on that. It's, it's cold in Michigan or whatever that is. Cold silence. I don't know, but that was fantastic. Uh, two of three from the free throw line, 17 points, two rebounds, three assists and a steal. Um, Brad said about his three, uh, quote that dude, that was a dude making a play. So
0: well, I wish you would have more confidence to do that in the situation of the Ohio state game, but
1: yeah, get them yeah, right. this time. I yeah I don't know I, I still wish he would have just taken a three in the Ohio State game but you know it is yeah a- I don't know what happened there that was weird um, but yeah overall I thought he had a really good game um, you know not the not the leading scorer but I think it was about time that we gave him credit for you know being the guy that that is finishing games for Illinois so um, Illinois again I think they had a fifteen point lead at one time um, let Michigan just scrape their way back in. Uh, still haven't found the way, as Frazier put it, to step on their necks. Um, but you win. Uh, I th- Illinois shot 71% in the first half of this game. Finished the game with uh, around 57%. So pretty good. Um, they almost shot better from three than they did from the free throw line, however. so Not ideal, I would uh, say. Yeah, 59% from three, 60% from the line. That That's... That's my biggest worry about this team, especially when it go, comes to tournament time, is is losing games at the free throw line. Um, they, both them and Michigan shot 25 free throws. Michigan, however, made 22 while Illinois only made 15. So there's seven points you basically just given the other team for free. Um, and one of the big parts was Kofi. Uh, Kofi, it was five of nine from the free throw line. Um, The only guy that was perfect from the line was actually Curbelo. So uh, everybody else missed one. DeMonte didn't take one, um, but everybody else was not very good from there. I think this
0: was probably the most consistent offensive performance they've had all season. And you can't really count the St. Francis game because that game was a joke. Right. Uh, When you beat a team by 58 and you score almost like – how many points were they? Like 1.8? points per possession or something, which is like the highest in the country the entire season. So I think it was a joke. But this game, you score 23 in the first 10 minutes. You score 23 in the next 10 minutes. You score 23 in the next 10 minutes after that. And then you score 24 in the final 10 minutes. Yeah, So very consistent. You scored 93 points on the road uh, against a team that you would think Michigan's defense has no, been nowhere near what it was last year. I think a big part of that is Wagner was a very good wing defender and Livers was a good defender. I think them losing those two, and I don't think that Devontae uh, – what's his name? Devonte Jones. I don't think his defense is anywhere near what Mike Smith was doing for them last season either. So, right. it's a Michigan defense that's not very good. Uh, I think Kofi is much more aggressive against the bigger body, slow guys, like you mentioned off air at one point. Yeah. Uh, so, I just think that offensively, I think they reached – this is what they can do. Now, defense is a problem being able to put teams away is a problem, but I also think the way that the officials call games nowadays is they're starting to call a lot more in second halves. And Mm -hmm. I think that that kind of ruined the momentum. I mean, there's 39 fouls called in this game. That's a lot of fouls. And it didn't feel like at any point the refs were taking the game over those. I guess that's good. Right.
1: Yeah. And that's, um, and and I think we're getting to the point where we're going to see a lot more, we're going to see more minutes out of Kofi. Kofi played 34 minutes this game. He's been averaging around 29 ish. So, um, but Kofi had a fantastic game. Probably player of the game if Trent Frazier doesn't hit that three. Uh, 27 points, 11 for 15 from the field. Super efficient. Uh, like I said, 5 and 9 from the free throw line. Uh, seven rebounds, one assist, two steals. So um, I've, I've noticed that he's getting really good at, at kind of picking that inbounds pass out. Um and getting an arm around there, the only thing I worry about is maybe him fouling when he does that, or you know, it, there's there's no reason to get a cheat foul there, um, but I'm okay with him doing it. Um, a lot of people talk about you know uh, Trent Frazier, you know he's super clutch. I think that Kofi is super clutch. It seems like when Illinois needs a basket, Kofi's making baskets with um, the left hand too. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, he got the ball late, uh, made a nice little hook, jumper, or whatever. It, I, I don't know what big men call that, but, you know, whatever yeah, it was. It hook was nice. uh, uh, right yeah. over Dickinson, stuffed it in his son's face. Um, but uh, he did have three turnovers. Uh, Curbelo had four turnovers. Illinois only had nine as a team. So, yeah, well, seven turnovers from two guys.
0: Yeah, you get seven turnovers from two guys that – are supposed to be big impact offensive players and you score 93 and you're that efficient I guess it's fine I don't think the shots are always going to be falling like that and you would think that a veteran coach like Martelli who had unbelievable teams at St. Joe's like they had some incredible teams there Mm -hmm. and he comes into this game had enough time to prepare for this game he's been the assistant with Juwan the whole time he knows what Illinois is I'm surprised that they just were like, okay, we're not going to really try to guard oh, Alfonso Plumber after he just had eight yeah. threes the game before. Like yeah. he had a lot of good looks.
1: Yeah, and, and Plummer Plumber is knocking them down. Um, if we yeah. keep getting this from Plumber, uh, Illinois has a chance to to make a good run.
0: Look at what he did at Utah. Uh, he had some huge Pac-12 tournament games yeah. at Utah. I think his best game ever in college uh, was a Pac-12 tournament game.
1: Yeah, and I, Underwood, I think, said the other day that he's having interest from NBA guys now for Plummer because of how well he's shooting, so uh, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, Plummer, 8 of 12, 6 and 9 from 3, uh, 4 of 6 from the free throw line, um, which is weird. He's he, he seems lackadaisical at the line to me. Like, he just kind of throws it up there. You Is know, there
0: anybody on the team that looks confident at all when they shoot free throws? Like there's nobody. No, Trent doesn't look like I, that. Grannis doesn't look right. like that. Yeah. Nope.
1: Corbello did. I thought Curbelo did this yeah, game, but, he, but it's just not every usually. Game. No. Yeah. Um, two rebounds for Plummer, one assist. Uh, Brad said afterwards, uh, quote, Plummer had as good a first half, half as I've seen from any player not named Mike Beasley. That I've coached,
0: and you were so good in the first half that I decided to bench you for most the second <laughs> half because your defense sucks.
1: Yeah, and and I don't blame Brad did. for it. I'm uh, not going to blame him for it. I know a lot of people are saying like Seth
0: Davis tweeted after the game because he yeah. finally decided to watch an entire Illinois game because he has to because it was a CBS game and. I mean, I need to blame Underwood. Curbelo was providing enough offensively that other guys were making shots too. They could they yep. were going to Kofi a lot more. They yep. didn't need Plumber out there. So you can't blame Underwood for not playing Plumber because most of these guys saying that have not watched his defense. Him against Devontae Jones is a joke. Yeah. And Underwood had to make some adjustments with that and it worked.
1: But well, that's I Robbie Hummel, I texted you about that. Robbie Hummel said that uh Ivy was taking it, taking it to the hole with athletes like Plummer. And it's like, have you seen the guy play defense yet? I mean, one I know small that jab step and, him, and
0: you got him. You got him beaten. One small yeah, jab step.
1: That was, uh, yeah. And and I don't blame Brad one bit. I mean, I Curbelo is is a better defender. I it doesn't take much to be a better. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that my chair over there could be a better defender. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but but I if you if Plumber can give you 24 in the first half or whatever yeah. it was. Then why does it matter if he plays anymore? I mean, I think a lot of it, especially what was this plus minus? You sent that to me minus one. Yeah, I think he he scored 26 points and he was minus one in the plus minus category. How's that?
0: Unless that was a fake stat,
1: then that is just (laughs) unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really not good. Um, Well,
0: I, I think that it comes down to who they're playing. Like if they're playing a team that has two guards that can get their own shot, I think it becomes a problem because. With Michigan, it's like Brooks really wasn't doing anything offensively, and I would think that you got to match up Trent with Devontae Jones as much as you can, Yeah, and they, they did make some adjustments to do that. But uh, with the way that – if the offense is humming like that, I don't think you need Plummer to play that much in the second half. But I think if they weren't, then Plummer would have been out there a lot more.
1: And I think there's – I mean, I think there's places where you can, you can plug him in. I mean – if you, if you need a bucket or, you know, the offense is starting to struggle. Um, but it was never struggling, really. Um, he's
0: like the opposite of DeMonte, but to like a to like a bigger degree. Like DeMonte can do a little bit offensively. Yeah. Plummer really can't do anything defensively. And what, what we said about him in the summer coming in was he's a great shooter, not a good defender, but I compared him a little bit to Curbella with the hands that he could get steals. And he really hasn't done that because I don't really think he – had I think he had to do stuff like that a lot more at Utah like they have Trent and Curbelo here now and Demonte who can strip guys and get and yeah. get steals so I don't think that he's had to do that and uh speaking of the NBA for Plummer I mean his game fits it not yeah. much defense and a very good shooter
1: Shoot. and yeah. he will have a
0: lot more space in the NBA than he does in college Oh yeah 100%
1: 100% his size maybe be the only he's too old he's, though also you know that's true yeah he's he'll have to take his walker out there to play in the nba exactly so. uh grandison one for four oh for two from three one for two from the free throw line three points four rebounds four assists he's
0: yeah. due for another letdown yeah point. i um, mean he was playing pretty well before. i mean
1: yeah he i mean he's still he's still getting the ball into kofi at a at a high tick compared to the other guys i think um that's where he gets his most of his assists from. He did have the most assists on the team this game. So uh, you know, he's I, I think he's, he does his job. And you know, he had a couple open looks. Uh you wish they would have fell, but they didn't. So uh Damante, 17 minutes. One for three. Had a really nice take to the rim. Uh three rebounds. Uh I just I don't think he matched up well defensively with with Michigan, uh, with Diabate and Houston, Houston yeah. and, um, so I think that Hawkins, you know, ate up a lot of Demonte's time. I think, I think fans have been calling for this, so I don't think the fans are going to be mad.
0: I don't know um, if they're looking for Hawkins to do it <laughs> first, but with the way he's been playing, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, and and that Hawkins, I mean, his numbers they didn't they don't look great. It, he did play twenty seven minutes, like I said, two of seven from the field. Uh, he made a step back three. Uh six points, four rebounds, but he had three offensive rebounds, which is huge. And he probably had the biggest rebound of the game. Um that's that why he's one, there. That one that came off. Uh he read that really well. I know a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh beat writers, I think maybe Trent Meacham or somebody who who talks to those guys, anyways. yeah, what I was talking about how well he read it, anyways. Uh yeah, and that's what he's out there for to, to do things like that. He he does a really good job of getting around the hoop when somebody might airball a three and uh finds finds a way to, to find the ball. So did
0: they figure out how to play him and Kofi together? Because I feel like we saw more of that.
1: Yeah, I th- I think so. I mean I, I Nothing, don't know why it, you can't.
0: It can't be worse than pain at the five, because pain at the five in this game, we'll get to it in a minute, but oh my god. It's unbelievable how messed up they are when he's in there. Yeah,
1: he's struggling. Um, but yeah, Hawkins, if he keeps playing like this, he's gonna see more time. Um, he, he seems to be playing under control a lot more. He did get get a little excited did, a couple. Of he did get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but he's a high energy guy. Sometimes, you know, the energy is unwarranted, I guess. Um, but if if he continues to play like this, it makes Illinois a lot better. It's the so,
0: offensive rebounding that you're looking for, yeah. I would say, with him, and he can do it right. more than somebody like DeMonte can.
1: Yeah, and Demonte, DeMonte has shown the ability to do it. DeMonte just doesn't have the length for it, right? Yep. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing. Uh, the other guy off the bench that was really well, Curbelo, Uh he seemed to look like he was, I want to say, back, but I don't want to go that far to say that he was – you know, that he's back, back, uh, but five of seven from the field. Uh, he, he has that running layup, whatever, where you can't even see anything going for him. Uh, he didn't make a nice uh, jumper. He also took a jumper with like five seconds off the shot clock when Illinois was up five with a minute 30 left. Don't know if I like that very much, but um Corbello's just that guy, right? He's going to shoot <laughs> uh, when he, when he's wide open and teams are going to let him shoot. I think. So I I think if he gets some confidence, if he stops doing whatever he does with his legs when he goes up for a never gonna stop.
0: Shot, <laughs> Here's the thing.
1: Just stop, please. If that's anybody that's thought
0: if anybody thought that Illinois was was didn't need him, I mean you're stupid because yeah. he's starting to play the way he was last year at this Absolutely. time of the year. And Absolutely. if you can if you can picture both shots that he missed in this game, that means he has a good game because he had that. Floating little mid range jumper that you just talked about, yeah, and then it was tremendous ball movement into a wide open three that he shot about five feet over the hoop.
1: That, that he was like literally, he <laughs> I don't get the, the shot. Angle of the angle because when you show see him when you see him practicing his shot, like when they showed all those videos this year, that's not what he was doing. I don't so know what he's doing it. I don't.
0: Energy or something, maybe he's too energized, like he just wants he to might. really just throw he the might ball be. Yeah, at But it. I uh, don't
1: know. Yeah, 12 points, three rebounds, three assists for him. Uh, like I said, he did have four turnovers, I believe. Um, so uh, clean that up a little bit, Bello. We still love you. Um, I don't know, we didn't talk about it last time. I don't know if I'm digging the hair. I, I kind of like it. the throw. I kind of miss the throw. Um,
0: well, but, as long as he can get into the lane and make layups, you know, it's good by me, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, he can't jerk his head back like he got hammered and that hair, you know, blow in the wind.
0: I guess that's fair, yeah.
1: So uh, he did get hammered, though, uh, against a Dickinson screen, I believe. Uh, That was pretty scary. Looked like he went down. Um, Underwood said that he uh, got a stinger, um, but he was back practicing yesterday. So he came back
0: in the game, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's all good. um, But but that it did not look good. And especially with what he's been going through with his neck and the concussion and all that uh, it was, it was scary. Uh, Brad said afterwards, uh, quote, Andre Curbelo was the Andre Curbello that I know he was special today. And uh, Bello after the game said, uh, I just had a good feeling. So hopefully he has more good feelings. Yeah. That'd be good. Going. Um, Goody played eight minutes. 0 for one, one rebound. You know. He's a body, I guess, to throw yeah. in there. Solid you, defender still. You can, yeah, you can trust him. He had that defense he against the score.
0: He had that defense against Terrence Williams where it was really good defense and then just a better shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good
1: yep. defender. Yep. Um, and then uh, your boy Omar. Bad Pan. defender.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Four minutes, two fouls.
0: So two of the possessions that that he's out there defensively, he's just allowing switches to where you have a guard guarding Diabate, and Diabate just does whatever he wants because pain is just all over the place. It's just so bad. I mean, it's just – he's turned into Hawkins. He's more worthless than what Hawkins was. And I hate to say it because I thought he'd be a very solid backup center for Kofi. Block shots, get some that's rebounds.
1: What, that's what we wanted. Like we didn't care about his offense. Um, what's up, Steve? Thanks for stopping. He's a by. he's a
0: DF, which is a designated fouler. He's in there <laughs> to
1: foul. That's true. That's so true. That's um, it. That's
0: literally all he does.
1: It seemed like uh Michigan went to a little hack at Kofi late on in the game, late in the game. Um I believe Kofi made both of those free throws when they did that late in the game.
0: Yeah. Teams do that because they know his free throw shooting shaky, but they also know that he's prone to lose the ball.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's probably smart for them to do that. Get to squirt out. Um, Some other things uh, just to kind of touch on whatever, uh, how how do you think the defense was this game?
0: I didn't think it was that bad for giving up 85 points. I okay. really didn't think it was that bad. I thought Michigan made a lot of whether it was transition shots, shots or can, contested shots. Yeah. Uh they did yeah. they usually do a good job against the other team's best player. Uh I I thought that if you look at the numbers in this game, I didn't think that some of Michigan's best guys had that big of an impact. I know Dickinson had 13 but yeah. he was you know 3 for yeah. he was 4 for 13 from the field.
1: Yeah, 1 of 5 from 3. So, yeah, so. And I, I thought Kofi did a really good job closing out on him because that was one of our worries, right? Kofi's a little slow. Um, I wish Kofi would put a hand up. I've been saying it since day one. Well, since the fourth game, since he didn't play the first series. Yeah, three. I've been saying it since day 17 or whatever day that was. It's about right um, yeah. When they set a screen and you come up, please just put a hand up in that guard's face. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Well, so.
0: I said going into the game, Dickinson, whether he's making threes or not, it's going to be a big impact to, to whether Michigan's able to win or not. And he wasn't, so that was good. Uh, and then the other thing is, I know Houston had 21 and Jones had 25, but they both got seven points at the free throw line. They were both seven yeah. to seven in the line. Yep. Uh, so must be nice to have your players making, <laughs> you know, free throws consistently. Yeah, yeah. That's well, pretty I mean, good. I mean,
1: that's why Dickinson Dickinson had four his points from the line so he he would have been in single digits if he didn't make those three throws so um yeah. i thought this was an interesting stat line i stats and notes or whatever i think posted this on twitter um illinois has has now won their 13th big 10 game marking the first time in the program history that they have went three straight seasons with 13 plus wins in the big 10 seems good i mean brad underwood can coach i guess right
0: I would put Brad Underwood as the number one Big Ten rebuilder this, uh, in this current yeah. – I mean, I think it, after him, you you think Peichel, and that's about it in terms of rebuilding a program yeah. from getting it to where it wasn't very good to now it's good. And Rutgers and Illinois are two examples of that. I don't really think there's any other – I think Penn State could maybe eventually do that, but I don't think there's any really examples of that because you look at a team like Michigan – Juwan Howard inherited a pretty good situation. He inherited a situation where B line for some reason went to the NBA. So
1: yeah. Yep. Um, and then uh let's see, I got a quote that doesn't really matter anymore from Brad Underwood. Uh he said, quote, to be in contention in the best league in the country in the last week of the season, I'll take that every year. Uh they're not, I mean, Wisconsin would have to lose. To Nebraska ball, who is on fire, by the way, doesn't matter. <laughs> and yeah. Illinois would have to win their last two games. So, I mean, I guess you call that contention being a game back or a game and a half back or whatever they are. But I yeah. don't really. Well, I mean, you can't. You, I don't think that you can rely on other teams to lose, and that's and, and that's what Illinois fans are doing right now. They're they're hoping other teams lose so Illinois can win a share of the Big Ten title, and uh, That's not a position you ever want to be in. Beat Maryland, beat Ohio State at home, and and you don't worry about it. So um, Brad Underwood, also, congratulations, 200th career win uh, was this game. And also interesting stat, the last 19 games against Michigan State, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, and Wisconsin, so the big ones besides Purdue, right? Uh, Brad is 19-0.
0: Pretty good. I mean, these are teams that they struggle with before he got here or in the early couple teams that he had here. Uh, Michigan State, especially one of them. Indiana, they have just dominated. Iowa has had some very good teams the last few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michigan has as well. Wisconsin has. And uh, I always felt like Wisconsin and Michigan State were two teams that Illinois was never beating, you know? There was a good stretch there where they were never like when right. like early Underwood days, even with with uh, Cassius Winston at Michigan State and Ethan Happ at uh, Wisconsin, just weren't beating them. And now the script has been flipped. And these aren't all home ones either. You know they've gone in, and I think they have one road win against Iowa out of these nineteen. Uh, they got one at Michigan State. I believe they have two at Indiana in this stretch, unless there's three, but I'm pretty sure it's two because they won there last year and this year. Uh, Michigan, they have two on the road. Wisconsin, they beat them there twice, I believe, or at least once. Yeah, uh, unless I'm thinking only,
1: that they only played Wisconsin once this year. So
0: yeah, and then last year they beat them at Wisconsin, and then the year
1: before that yeah. they beat them at Wisconsin. I think that uh, what's his name Dash Dashku or whatever. Who the guy on Twitter? The big oh, yeah. the doctor. I think he's yeah. the one that shared this right? shout out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know your name, but shout out to you, bud. <laughs> yeah,
0: he responded to one of the tweets I had okay. last week on the account. So he, he's he's a fan of us, I'm sure.
1: All right. Yeah, so uh, got to go to Michigan. Didn't get to, you know, get in a, a fist fight with Juwan Howard, but we still beat the crap out of his team. And we move on. We try to win two more. Uh, second place in the Big Ten sounds pretty good to me. So.
0: Yeah, a lot of huge Big Ten games in the next few days. Like I know that first place is likely sealed up, yeah. but there's a lot of other things to be figured out. And I think last night was an example of that with Rutgers beating Indiana. Indiana, nail in the coffin, they're dead. I yeah. mean, there's it's embarrassing, dude. That program should not be this bad. But I like yeah. it. I don't know if you like it, but I do. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Trace Jackson Davis stinks. Hope he enjoys winning Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year because he probably will. Yeah. Well, actually, McConnell might win it, but I don't know.
1: I think McConnell should win it. But. Which is BS because Frazier yeah. should win it, but
0: whatever. Yeah. I mean, McConnell averaged two steals a game. Wow, he's such a good defender. I haven't seen it.
1: Uh, I thought he averaged like four.
0: Whatever, I saw two, but whatever.
1: <laughs> All, All right. right, on to tonight. Illinois. Dropped five in the polls, by the way, so we went from number 15 Which to number Which is really
0: something. I didn't think they dropped that far, but whatever. Yeah. You just win two this week. You'll probably be like 16 going to the victim tournament, something like that. It was great. I agreed. The uh, Rutgers thing, I'm sure he's yep. referencing there. Uh, Illinois hosting Penn State tonight. Penn State 12-14, and 7-11 in the Big Ten. That's 6 o'clock on FS1, and Penn State is coming off of a senior night loss to Nebraska by 23 points. So, Ugh. you don't think that they're going to be pissed off and show That's up tonight? That's
1: scary. Yeah, I was talking to yeah. somebody the other day about, uh, you know, that Penn State losing, and now Illinois gets to play them. So, um the good news is Penn State's not great. Um, Illinois is playing at home. This is a game where they need to step on somebody's neck. Yep. And and put them away. So, um, Brad at the presser yesterday. Yeah, it had to be yesterday, right? Um, said uh this year it's final four. That's the conversation we're having those talks. You got to think it, believe it, dream it. What was last year? Uh, last year, so hold on, we're getting there. What's up, Brad? Um, the hell? <laughs> he also said it's the time of year when it's one game and you're out. We've got to be conscious of that. Um, I think Kofi said in the presser that uh, the reason he came back was to make it to the final four. Basically, said if you're not playing college basketball and your goal is the final four, then why are you even playing? Um, and then Brad said this, and I mean. Still bringing it up. I don't know if this is a good look or not. He said, quote, everyone in the world knows we got shafted. Talking about last year, the Big Ten. Um, Not the right word. Right break is what he said. Um, When you play your entire schedule and win the most games. Uh, He then added that they played in the Big Ten tournament with a chip on their shoulder and they didn't have that once it came to the tournament. And so the emphasis has switched from, win the Big Ten tournament to make a Final Four. So apparently they, they weren't in the mindset okay. of get to the Final Four last year. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I'm not Brad Underwood. I don't know what he's thinking.
0: Number one. I don't think it's a great look to still be bringing that up last year. I agree. I think they got hosed. I don't really care, though. The rules were the rules, I guess. And everybody knows they proved that they were the best team in the conference by winning the Big Ten tournament at that point. Now, Michigan made a deep run in the tournament, but I also think that Michigan literally played a team that played no defense last year, which LSU was not a good defensive team last year. They flipped completely the opposite. And uh, and here's the thing with Illinois this is just Brad trying to make up for the fact that he got outcoached in that game. Like, they didn't need. It wasn't really a case of like showing up and playing hard. It was a case of just getting strategically dominated. Yeah. Like that's what happened against Loyola Chicago. It was not a case where they just didn't show up and Loyola Chicago played harder. They just played smarter and better. And matchups were. I mean, Porter Moser outcoached him, and yeah. I don't I know how this is. Feels like him covering up for that, but whatever. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, oh, I knew it, you'd enjoy that. So, I had if to, that's
0: uh, a way for him to get his team fired up for this year, I'm fine. And why is yep. the goal the national championship rather than the final four? So, what
1: I mean, once you get to the final four, then you worry about it. But you got to get there before you worry about national championship. You got to get
0: to the Sweet 16 first if you're this team.
1: That's true. And I think last year it was a lot of national title talk right it wasn't get to the final four it was they were, were gonna win the natty
0: they had to be the third or fourth most popular national championship pick last year because yeah. it was gonzaga it was baylor and then i feel like illinois yeah. was right there with with other teams yeah in the mix for that but steve
1: uh, says the big 10 has been poor in the national tournament since the big 10 tournament started
0: when did True. the big 10
1: tournament start Apparently, 2001 or something
0: How many titles does the Big Ten have since then? Zero. Zero? Because Michigan State won right before that?
1: 2,000. I don't know when the Big Ten tournament started, though. Well, whatever. The Big Ten. I mean, I I went to it when I was 21, so that's at least 15 years. It's been around a while.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Penn State lost Nebraska on senior night, like we said. Uh, 23-point loss in Nebraska was their first double-digit Big Ten loss since January 26th at Indiana. Uh, Year one for Micah Shrewsbury. It's been marked by good defensive play and a lot of losses. So they've been good defensively. And this is – I've said this a lot. Penn State is probably one of the programs that got shafted the most by 2020 because they had a really good team in 2020. They were, I believe, number 11 in the country when they played Illinois that year. And Illinois beat them on the road. They had that Pat Chambers, Brad Underwood, uh, like, coaches cam, no commercials game or whatever in February of 2020. So, And they had Lamar Stevens on that team. They had a very good team, and they didn't get to play in the tournament, and they've gone downhill since. So they really – got to feel bad for them because they're one of the – them and kind of – I know Maryland was in it last year, but them and kind of Maryland had two really good teams that year and then didn't get to play in the tournament. So – but – what can we do about it? Nothing we could do about it, so it's not, it's not Illinois's problem. Uh, Ken Palm, Illinois' 17th adjusted offensive efficiency, 33rd adjusted defensive efficiency. So finally coming back down to life, making more sense with those numbers from what we've seen. Uh, they're 151st in adjusted tempo, so whatever that means. Uh, Penn State, 136th adjusted sense. offense, 66th adjusted defense. I think their defense was actually near the top 50 a couple weeks ago, but you give up 93 points in Nebraska – going to hurt you, for sure. Uh, 353rd adjusted tempo, so one of the slowest playing teams in the country. I don't know how that suits Illinois tonight, but I guess we'll find out. Low scoring in. I just don't see that. I think that Penn State's going to try to – I think Penn State's going to come out with like a super high sense of urgency because – they just lost to Nebraska. They're going to want to play really fast. I don't think that they could be that team. That's why I think Illinois can jump on them early. Now the question is, can Illinois actually put them away? Right, Probably not, but whatever. Uh, projected lineup, this was their lineup last game. I don't know if they'll switch it up after that game. Uh, guards, they have Jalen Pickett, 6'4", 202. Sienna transfer, gets about five to six assists in uh, in nearly every game. Uh, Miles Dredd, 6'4", 235. Solid big-body defender. Uh Johnson, 6'3", 182. Sophomore double-digit points in the last two games. I believe he had 15-17. I believe their last two games are Northwestern and Nebraska. So they've really been playing some good teams recently. Uh, Seth <laughs> Lundy, starting at the 4, 6'6", 217. 13 points and five rebounds against the Illini last season. And then uh, we all know John Harharhar, 6'9", 240. Uh, averaging 10-10 and 10 this year. Having his best wow. season of his career, senior uh, leader. So this is his last year. And uh, he'll be greeted by uh, Kofi to to really wrap things up. So good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good -hmm. luck. And then they have Sam Sessoms as a major impact guard off the bench. He's going to score a lot, so that's a guy to watch out for. But just show up and play well, I think, is the the thing here tonight.
1: Yeah, Um, I I think that this is a game where you prove that you can put teams away. Um, Kofi should have 30 and 15 tonight. I, I thought the
0: Nebraska game or the uh, Northwestern game on Super Bowl Sunday was that game to do that because yeah. they lit them up in the first half. Yep. Yeah. Didn't well, do so in the second.
1: Yeah. They haven't been doing it at all. So um, I, I, I think Illinois is going to, I hope they come out with a lot of, a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fire. Fire. Yes. Intensity. Um, because I think Penn State will. I think you're right. They will. I just don't think Penn State's good enough for it to matter
0: yeah they don't strike Not me as a back team back. that has a lot of offensive threats yes. like I think Pickett's a good passer and like can can probably score I don't think Dredd's gonna do much offensively I don't think Johnson I don't see him doing that and, much they just I don't have like, that much length
1: either yeah, yeah and I feel like this like Illinois can match up with guards of this size rather than the six 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 seven guards um you know Seth Lundy as 6-6 six, six, he's their four where Illinois, you know, been dealing with fours that are really good. Um, of course he had 13 points last year. Houston so and Brandon the last two games. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Hawkins, you know, is gonna see some time again. Um, it'll be interesting to to see Hawkins versus DeMonte time in this game. Um, yeah, of course, Grandison's gonna be Garden Lundy, so he might he might pull into some of Grandison's. Uh, time too. How so. do you match
0: up the guards here? I was thinking probably Pickett, Frazier, Johnson, uh, Plummer, and then Dread DeMonte. But I think you could probably flip Pickett and Johnson. I just think the Johnson, I just think that Pickett's like a veteran type guard that kind of yeah. led the team at Siena and can kind of yeah, make a th- lot of
1: plays. I, I think that uh, Plummer has to guard Johnson. I mean, you he, have that he had double-digit points the last two games, but he's still averaging. Four.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got some confidence, though, and he can get even more confidence. Yeah, of and that—that no that,
1: that is the—that is the worry, right? I mean, it, wh- whoever you put Plummer on, they're gonna—they're gonna go after him. Um, the difference between this year's team, team
0: the difference between this year's team and a lot of past teams before Underwood, is I feel like if they were in this situation with Gross or even Weber to some degree you worry about that coach's ability to get his team fired up in the middle of a game. Like, Underwood yeah. can do that. Yeah. That's something that he does. And I, John Gross is just not that at all. Yeah, Not even close to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: why I can't believe that guy was even here to begin with. What a joke.
1: <laughs> I was like, my God. One of, the, one of the worst hires in Illinois history, I think. And surprisingly, they've rebounded fairly quickly from that. I know they had a gap where they
0: didn't make the tournament for a while, but yeah. – some programs will be in the dumps for 20 years based off of that.
1: Yep. Yep. And I know as they were as
0: kind as... of in the dumps at some point. I was saw that. Later.
1: uh I think uh, K-State fans have started a GoFundMe to try to get Brad to Kansas State. So,
0: Wouldn't think that's going to happen, but, you know, <laughs> good luck. Uh, <laughs> I think the thing me. there is that people don't realize, and we've talked about this before, I think on a watch party we talked about it, how they screwed him uh the, uh, whenever he left with to go, yeah. did he go to South Carolina with Frank Martin?
1: He did. For a year? Um, yeah. yeah, I think that – and that's uh, what I kind of said was, I do you think that he's he's mad that K-State went out and hired Illinois' old coach? So he came to Illinois to be like, this is what you get.
0: Yeah, and he's yeah. not that young either, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So. He, he probably sh- the – K-State messed up, not – not just promoting him.
0: And KC doesn't strike job. me as a basketball program that's going to offer him enough money for him to consider.
1: it. No, I don't think so either.
0: Unless um, they really get that GoFundMe pumping, then I don't think <laughs> they're going to have a chance. I don't even know if
1: that's true. I might have just made that up. So. Well, yeah, anyways. I can see it.
0: <laughs> I think they're probably desperate. They haven't been good in a few years, but whatever. Uh, predictions.
1: Predictions. Like I said, I think uh, I think Illinois uh, shows up. They're excited. I think Kofi's going to have a great night. Uh, I got Illinois stomping the crap out of Penn State, 79-60.
0: I was tempted to go bigger than 12, but I went 82-70. I was kind of thinking 82-63, but I was trying to be nice. Nice. So, I don't know. I think they'll actually probably maybe score more than 82. I don't know.
1: Steve said he had to go, but he's got Illinois by 15-plus tonight. So
0: I like that. I mean, he's been one of the more accurate pickers on the program compared to us as well. So.
1: (laughs) I think, I think they cover the spread um, is my big thing. Twelve and a half
0: is what it was. Yep. Twelve, yeah. Yep. Well, last time they were seven-point favorite at home, that didn't really affect them, did it? Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but uh, this True. one makes more sense than True. the Ohio spread, uh, State spread did. By the way, we're about to go around the Big Ten, so let's yes. finish the show with that. Uh, Ohio State will be without Kyle Young and Zed Key tonight against Michigan Again, State. Huh? Both guys out, so – this is a team that has lost to Nebraska and Maryland in two straight after beating Illinois. So predictable that they dominate <laughs> and they score every time against Illinois, but then lose those two games. So, yeah, big big opportunity for Michigan State tonight.
1: Um, we'll see. Yeah, Michigan State uh, kind of needs one. They they lost to Michigan. Um, Handling, I feel yeah. like they yeah I feel like they they definitely need a win. Um, but talked about it earlier. Wisconsin, of course, beat Purdue, um, so they can't do anything worse than a share of the Big Ten title. Um, if they would happen to lose to Nebraska and Illinois wins out, Illinois would be the one seed in the tournament um, because Illinois holds the tiebreaker with Wisconsin. Um, right now, how the Big Ten tournament lays out, I don't know if I'm a big fan. Uh, so you got Wisconsin, playing Iowa in the first buys well they're not playing each other but on the same side and then Illinois has uh, Purdue on their side because Purdue's now the three seed It's hard to beat um, a team three times in the season. well the the I guess the biggest problem is uh, they will play the winner of Michigan and Rutgers. that's a problem. So Illinois, but Rutgers on neutral floor. I'm
0: much more comfortable with them. Yeah, the rack and Michigan too.
1: I'm not that worried about them. Worried about Michigan. So uh, yeah, so they're. I mean, I'm I'm fine with the two or three. It seems like they're going to be a two or three seed unless they lose the next two games. So yeah.
0: Well, um, here's the thing. Uh, At least they're. At least they're not in a situation like a Rutgers who needs to actually win Big Ten tournament games to get into the tournament. They're comfortable. Yeah. I think I think there's not a difference between them being a five and a four at this point because I think they're good enough to match up with anybody, and I don't think they're going to go into the tournament not playing well in some way. So right. uh, best case, if they can actually win these next two and then win the Big Ten tournament or get to the championship, then you might get a three seed. So right. I think that's the most ideal thing, but I think a four or five is worst case.
1: Yep. And, and there's still a lot of uh, shaking out to do with the, you know, the big 10 tournament. Um, you got Iowa and Ohio state tied at 11 and seven. They both um, played
0: tonight, big games.
1: Yep. And then you have Rutgers, Michigan state and Michigan all with eight losses. Um, and then, then you have Rutgers with 11 wins. So
0: Rutgers uh, finishes with Penn state, I believe as well. Yeah.
1: So there's That's still correct. a lot of, still a lot of movement that could happen. So, um, Nothing set is, but like I said, it seems like Illinois is either going to be a two or three seed. All they got to do is split. Um, one of the last. So, games.
0: when does the Big Ten tournament start?
1: It starts when next Wednesday is the first four games,
0: and that's in Indianapolis. Uh-huh. Are they still doing a rotation at all for the Big Ten tournament? Like
1: different places? No, it's all, it's all at whatever Greenbrier Fieldhouse or whatever. What's it called now? Excuse me. What's that field house called where the Pacers play? Uh, Bankers Life or something? I don't know. It changes names every year, I think. So.
0: So, um, you have death taxes and Nebraska playing on the first night of the Big Ten tournament. So, those are three things that happen every year. <laughs>
1: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because you're going to have a beautiful hey, matchup. Between it, just imagine if Nebraska would have gave Hoiberg that lifetime contract eight years because eight years is a lifetime now if you don't remember with Bruce Pearl. It's um, a fair point. Lifetime contract, uh, you know, beginning of the year. Maybe Nebraska would have won the Big Ten. So
0: you're going to get interviews with the coaches and players next week? or?
1: Yeah, you think they'll give me a,
0: a pass? I mean, if we would have planned this out, you probably could
1: have gotten one. Zero chance. Uh, yeah. So I'll be I'll be in Indy. Uh, if you see me around, uh, buy me a beer. I like Bush Light. Um, Boom. we we will be there Friday, uh, staying Friday through Saturday, Sunday. So so Illinois being a two or three seed is going to be really good for us, I think, because they play in the second session, the night session. So yeah. we don't have to wake up at seven a.m. to get over the Big Ten tournament.
0: We should go to the NCAA tournament next year, not this year. Next year, okay. Illinois. Final Four. Uh, you know, whenever, when, <laughs> if Illinois makes the Final Four this year, then you know, maybe you know, I go to New Orleans, drop everything and go. I mean, oh, how many? Man. Opportunities? I've been to one NCAA tournament game. My entire I've never league.
1: been to one. My dad's going over to Indy this year, uh, for Thursday Saturday. So
0: one of your favorite uh one of your favorite players or one of your favorite teams was playing in uh, the Big 10 or the NCAA tournament. I game I went to. I think it was 20 2017-2018 Wisconsin Xavier. Oh, it was a yeah. uh, Bronson Koenig corner three at the buzzer to beat
1: Xavier's. So it was a good game. Worth Man. it. Definitely worth it. You remember that? You were like 10. That was like Six <laughs> years
0: ago. Uh, but it was the very last second thing. Like I didn't know I was yeah. going to that game until like two o'clock in the afternoon. The game was at like six. That's awesome. So,
1: I, I'd love to go there. We
0: yeah. need to figure something out. We need a big Illini trip at some point. I mean, yeah, definitely. I would have gone to the Big Ten tournament this year, but it's like I'm, you know, I have a lot of screens here. I'm covering yeah. the, whole, the whole country and how have. it is.
1: Yeah. And you you guys, you guys are a party crew.
0: I'm not. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a basketball guy. You would have been basketball
1: drinking guy, water and
0: watching games. Uh, watching well, games a, on your phone. While everybody's doing stuff. That's how it is. But uh, big weekend <laughs> next week in Indy. And the good thing is, it's not that far from where we are, so it is an easy trip for people to make. Especially, you know, Champagne as well. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a situation where you're in the Big East and you're name a school and you got to go to msg i mean that's probably yeah. a big trip for some big east teams. Which
1: illinois had to do uh when when they when did they go out to madison square garden
0: are you talking about recently
1: yeah was it like five years ago
0: it was like io's freshman year like it's maryland
1: wasn't it or something sounds like five years ago four years Anyways. Four
0: four years, yeah. I think they beat
1: him too. Yeah. Do you want to uh, talk about this uh, Jaden Ivy stuff or
0: real quick? I mean, okay. should he be first team All oh, Big Ten? There's a lot of things being said about it. It doesn't rank in the top five in points, rebounds, assists, steals, or blocks per game in the Big Ten. Ant Wright tweeted this earlier. I don't think he should be. Like, I think yeah. Johnny Davis, Keegan Murray, Kofi, uh, Liddell. Liddell, and then you throw a fifth in there maybe ed or someone else i it feels like they deserve it more i don't think that ivy has lived up to what he should have been this season i think he's still a very good player and like ant Wright tweeted i think he's the best big 10 nba prospect this year yeah but he's not been very good i mean the one game you look at and you say Jaden ivy was the best player on the floor no doubt about it was against illinois yeah so i don't know I, i don't think he should be i think the conference is too deep i think i think he probably will end up getting it but i think that I think there's other guys that you could throw in there who deserve yeah. it. And uh, I don't know, but there's four locks for sure. There's four locks. I don't know who they throw in at the fifth. I mean, it's not going to be anybody like Branham. He didn't start playing well till late. Yeah. And uh, speaking of him, I had a poll yesterday that got a huge amount of votes. I believe it was I didn't 10 even votes. I see it. I, I tweeted who should be the Big Ten freshman of the year between uh, Malachi Branham of Ohio State and. Uh, Bryce McGowans of Nebraska.
1: Yeah, what'd the vote come back?
0: I'm trying to find it here. Only oh. 10 votes, so I, it's probably like a six to four situation. Why don't have like
1: 3,500 followers? What are they doing? I got
0: like 1,500. Uh, it's 10 votes, seven votes for McGowans, three for Branham. So okay, people agree with me. Now, will the, yeah. the uh, DIP SHITs who vote <laughs> for it agree as well? I doubt it. But I think you know, McGowans deserves it.
1: Yeah, and and you text me that and I said Brandon right off the bat just it's boom. what you think and then you and look then, at the numbers and you look yeah, at the and then I'm tickets. like then I'm like well and, and I and I look at he put up 31 against Illinois too. It's yeah. kind of a big part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, McGowan's has definitely been the better player overall. He probably draws every team's best defender on top of that uh where EJ like Brandon has EJ Liddell. Yeah. That usually gets that. Um, so yeah, I, I think McGowan's is probably the the guy that should get it. Will he get it? I don't know because he plays for Nebraska. Ball
0: super consistent, like twenty six against Ohio State. Efficient as well in that game. He was uh, eight for fifteen from the field. Then he went he went uh, eight for thirteen from the field with twenty five against Penn State. And like you said, it's a great point. He does he's going to draw the best team's defender every time. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have that guy with him. You look at Nebraska's team, they don't have anybody that is really that big of a threat offensively. Now, his brother has is has been that in his college career in the past, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really done very much since coming back. I mean, uh, Trey McGowans is playing 25, 30 minutes a game and just not really doing anything. So, right. right. Uh, yeah, I think, I think McGowans would definitely get my vote. I'm not sure if it's actually going to happen, but, uh, you know, I mean, will Nebraska beat Wisconsin is the final thing here. I mean right. – no, I think it's <laughs> the answer. Uh, if it's close, you know something's gonna happen. Where Wisconsin has like a bank three or oh, something yeah.
1: BS, hundred percent. And uh, real quick, so, uh, uh, Chucky how, Hepburn. Shout out to him though. Got an NIL deal uh, off that bank in three with uh, Players Trunk. So money, I mean, money in the bank shirts are. Coming.
0: He's gonna be a very Demetric Trice like guard yeah, in a couple he, of years. from he's that, gonna, be good. So. He's gonna be He's gonna be a bit of a problem, and him. Yep. Coming back next year, they'll still be fine next year because I think, you know, Wall will be back as well. And, uh, yeah, they're kind of a team that doesn't need a big force in the middle to win right now. Like they used to have that. I mm-hmm. think they thought Micah Potter was that last year and he wasn't, but Ethan Happ was that a few years ago. So they've had that, those guys in the past. But, uh, final thing how much is Matt Painter screwing over his own team?
1: Tough. 18 billion percent i don't we've know we've talked that about that this thing. in
0: games they won we talked about it the first illinois game against them like yeah. his coaching in the second half makes no sense
1: yeah um I, I believe uh somebody tweeted out during the that wisconsin game that uh that purdue was and I know edie was in foul trouble but they were like plus sixteen with Edie and they were like minus eleven with Williams in like Trevion Williams was struggling that game and he still got a ton of minutes. So and I know Edie was in foul trouble. And and I hate uh Davidson like probably as much as every other Illinois fan or Big Ten fan or whatever. But man, that dude makes some smart plays down the stretch. Um when he stopped basically stopped in front of Edie and Edie fell over him. And then there was that play, which I, I thought was kind of it was not a great call in my opinion, but he came running up as he saw the Purdue player coming and fell down. And it was a, a moving screen or something, but
0: I don't hate him as much as everybody else does. I don't know why. I can't can't stand it. I think Mulcahy rubs me more the wrong way than.
1: Yeah. Mulcahy. uh, uh, He's got to be suspended a game, right? Uh, Doubt it. I mean, I think you get get a game. You can
0: interpret that two ways, though. It kind of looks like a basketball play from one angle, and then from the other angle it looks like a left hook to the face.
1: <laughs> there was nothing basketball. It's not a
0: basketball that. play, but, like, not <laughs> intentional, I should oh, say. I,
1: I mean, he, he got a flagrant, too. I think the
0: basketball play it. thing in my head is all those stupid refs talking about it, and <laughs> it's just like, oh, he didn't make a basketball. Whatever. Yeah. But, um,
1: but what a way to – to try to lose the game for your team, it's
0: true. And Ron Harper Jr. saved his ass. He better yeah. get something for Ron Harper Jr. saving his <laughs> ass twice because he made the shot and made the defensive play. Yeah. yeah, So, so most most hated players in the Big Ten right now. Who are your three?
1: Davidson, Davis, probably too Johnny Davis <laughs> and Jordan Davis. Uh, yeah, just because he they cloned Johnny Davis, three um, Wisconsin guys. You know, it used to be Mulcahy, but I kind of like Mulcahy now. Um, he actually learn how to actually play basketball? Maybe, uh, I would say probably. Uh, I feel like Davis is
0: a guy that you McCaffrey, want but see. he doesn't
1: play anymore, like he's he's riding the Pine Pony. So, wouldn't
0: you like a guy like Davison on Illinois? Like, if they oh, I would
1: absolutely love him if he played maybe, for
0: Illinois. Maybe yeah. Luke Goody becomes that guy, but not like his, you know, kind of dirty, yeah.
1: Man. I, but I. I say that, but I also, I'm not a big fan of like Coleman Hawkins' BS that he does sometimes too. So
0: that's fair. I mean, we are very,
1: we're very classy fans, at least us two. I, Davidson, Davidson, like I said, as much as I don't like him, he's a very smart player. Well, he's been there for 20 years. And I think that's why you don't like guys like that when they don't play for you. So,
0: yeah. And uh, also, the he also, he
1: also almost lost that game for him because he kept taking fade away. Sixteen footers, so
0: the blatant dirtiness as well. But anyway, uh, all right, that'll do it for us. Uh, episode yeah. one hundred and four. I'm not sure when we'll do one hundred and five. Maybe we'll just double up and do tomorrow <sighs> like we did last week, or just wait till Sunday. Yeah. A later game. I can't.
1: I, I don't. I can't do Sunday, so it's gonna either right. have to we'll, be. We'll do
0: tomorrow. tomorrow or... Well, Saturday is a huge day in college. Yeah, week, so we'll get it out of the way tomorrow. A, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. All right, episode one hundred and five tomorrow. We'll review tonight's game, and then we will uh, discuss the season finale against Iowa. And we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Atlanta line basketball podcast one hundred and five uh, tomorrow. Later.